Today is August 8th. Welcome on into Daily Cards live here on ClabesOnline.com, presented by Munganat St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick. Matt Rocchio in for Bob Ramsey today. Cardinals had the day off on Monday. Back at it tonight for three games against Tampa. And uh, I don't know if you heard, Rock, but uh, the Baltimore Orioles, they recently just had success in Tropicana Field, uh, which they hadn't had in previous years. And now the Cardinals are down there to play a three-game series. Um, I'm, I'm getting a text, Joe. Well, we, we've just been we've just been suspended by Peter Angelos. Ah, man! <laughs> sure. I didn't I didn't know he had a stake in Claves Online. Good for the big guy and getting that kind of money in here. But I I, I wasn't aware. But yeah, apparently we're gonna we're gonna take the action as well. Also, unfortunately, we didn't have Orioles gear on either for the broadcast, despite only being on radio. And so this. <laughs> The hammer just continues to come down. I, I got White Sox stuff on today. Yeah, okay. I got, I got, I got, I got yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to get punched in the face or anything, but uh, I'm supporting the White Sox t-shirts uh, for today. Um, you know, as, as you go through, it's just kind of playing out the rest of the season. I know Rammer is real big into waiting for that August 19th, August 20th date to see if Mason win gets uh gets called up and the uh the cardinals are just going to keep chugging away and putting out the uh the best lineup that they can each and every night and it's it's frustrating on a day like today when major league baseball announced the postseason schedule which usually means oh hey that's when we probably will be playing or hey let's set that save the date for that and now you kind of look at it and you go, oh, what, what college football games are going to be on that uh, that day? What's the NFL schedule look like for that first weekend in uh, in October? But as, as I've said to Rammer many times, it's about trying to watch entertaining baseball from here on out. And that's absolutely what we're going to get with the Rays on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Rays is a blast to watch. You know, they, they hit a little bit of a, you know, they, they kind of hit a little bit of a, of a low for the season after starting off. So incredible, but I mean, I'd still argue that they're the favorites, you know, to represent the AL in the World Series just because of how well they're built. And it's going to be a fun roster. It'll be interesting to see uh, later on this week with the with the uh, potential matchup of Matthew Libertor and Randy Rosarena. Obviously, Cardinals fans would love to see that happen. Um, but overall, seeing a build like the Rays just fascinates me because not the money wise, but I do just wonder if maybe the Cardinals' best-case scenario is kind of just like a higher-spending version of the Rays with a similar team-building philosophy, except one where you can, you know, touch 160 instead. And, and I just – especially when you talk about going into the pitching next year and, you know, if you look at the how Tampa Bay, you know, obviously they drafted one of their guys, I think one or two of their guys, but the way they've acquired not just their pitching but a lot of their talent, I think maybe you can, you can take that – place it with the Cardinals and maybe look at it maybe a, a, a similar build and how they maybe attack their pitching or their team building going forward. But again, with a payroll that isn't, you know, bottom of the league. I don't, I just don't agree with that because I, I, the Tampa Bay Rays will never be an organization with their current ownership that would go out and trade for somebody like a Paul Goldschmidt or a Nolan Arenado. And that's where the money, that's where the money changes. That's where the money changes the bill. And yeah, you can go, and you can go get that forty million dollars, you know, thirty-five million dollar guy. And and I still think that this this off season they will sign a free agent, and I think they will trade some of their 
outfield surplus to get another starter. I think that that's, that's the route they're going to go where the Rays can do that. The Rays could trade and bring in a, a, a pitcher, maybe not a top-end veteran pitcher, but somebody that can be ready in, in a year or two or a young guy that they can take a chance on. But the Rays are never going out and signing. The, the Rays will not be in the running for Aaron Nola this offseason. No, no. The, the Cardinals should be in the running for Aaron Nola this, this off season, the, the Cardinals should be, should kick the tires on a Blake Snell. The, the Rays traded away Blake Snell. I, I mean, that is that those are two very different teams. I, I don't know if that's, that's a model that the Cardinals will ever go for. And again, it, it, it's, it's the fact that you, you have a lot more money than they do. What if, what if the Cardinals ceiling this off season is Sonny Gray instead of Blake Snell? Or Aaron Nola. What if that's the what if that's what if that's the top move? I'm fine with that. I, I yeah. I'm absolutely fine with that. Sonny Gray has proven many times over the last several years with a few different organizations that he can go out and be a quality starter year in and year out. He he's going to get close to 200 innings. This season, uh, last year when it, last year with the uh, with the Twins, I'm looking here. Uh, injury shortened to hit 119, but I mean he's a guy that's been around 130 to to 170 now for the last few years between uh, the Twins, the Reds, and the and the Yankees, and even that time the, the year in Oakland too. I, I think he's a guy that hasn't shown too much of a drop off from the, uh, from previous years. So I'd, I'd be, I'd be fine with that as a, as a number two or a, a number, I, I'm not, he's not going to be your number one, but if you put him behind miles, Michaelis in a rotation or right there, two, three with miles, Michaelis, and you go out and you actually get a number one starter, then yeah, I'm fine with that. And, and that's, that's kind of my thing. I, I really just wonder, like cause when we talk about them getting two new pitchers and people talk about them getting a number one, obviously Snell, Nola, those make sense, but I mean, I, I can't be the only one who who just balks at the idea of putting a lot of confidence in the Cardinals, giving somebody a seven-year, two hundred and twenty-five million dollar contract. I mean, just the idea of that, you know, especially after the biggest contract ever by a non-Cardinal, you know, signing in, in the offseason didn't go exactly too well, though. Contreras is, you know, hitting the OPS the way he, he should be over the last month yeah. plus. Um, but you know, overall, the situation hasn't worked out as well as you thought. So I just, I just wonder that dedication, if it's going to be that $30 million level, I, I think Sonny Gray, I mean, after, after his club option this year was thir- just under 13 million, I don't think he's going to guarantee 30 million. So I just wonder what's the reaction like, what's the expectations for the Cardinals like if it is in fact a Sonny Gray paired with Michael as the top two, and maybe it's a better, you know, number three than we expected, but still not somebody who really moves you off from having a Michaelis or a Michaelis level pitcher as potentially your first pitcher in a wild card round. Yeah. By the way, you mentioned the Contreras. I saw the stat today. Second highest OPS since July first in all of uh, all of baseball. So he has he has started to hit. He has started to to do that. And you mentioned highest contract last year, last off season. They gave the highest contract to a non Cardinal free agent pitcher that they ever did, Stephen Matz. And That's true. Un- until July, it looked like that was a complete bust of a contract a year and a half yeah. into it. And now Steven Matz is, has performed as one of the best starting pitchers yeah. in all of baseball. So it's taken a while. And mm-hmm. this year, the results of the record aren't what you want them to be, but looking at both of them, 
I don't know if we could call either one of them a bust at the uh, at the moment. It's the the season is a bust, but both of those uh, both of those players are for the last six weeks, the last five weeks have performed to what they were paid. Yeah, and I, and I think another thing I, I was looking at the money yesterday, and by my math, they the Cardinals are shedding about forty million off off the off the payroll. Um, including the people they already traded. So, you know, it, 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 if you expect, I, I just don't know how much I expect them to raise the payroll. They shed $40 million. Do we expect them to add $70 million in contracts in the offseason? I think that's a little unreasonable. Do we expect, yeah. like, it's just, I just think there's, there's how much are the more are they going to spend than they did this past year? Is spending going to go up? Mosaic obviously hasn't said that. I think probably we're not going to get him making that kind of comment after he made it last year either. I just wonder the exact grade we're going to see the Cardinals jump. They're going to make a jump. They're going to make moves. I just, I'm all, I'm already just wondering if it's not that tier one move that everyone's already talking about out of the gate, what are we, what are we talking about? If it is a tier, if it's a, if it's a, you know, a collection of tier two and threes, which has been the Cardinals MO more than the big moves for, for, you know, uh, for the most part, you know, you could argue, I guess, like you just did that Goldschmidt and Arenado is kind of, you know, proves you that they'll make the big swing when it's available. Although I, I you know, you look at those guys, the control, the, the previous, you know, success. I don't know if a pitcher would equate to that level of player. And currently, right now, with their with their payroll the way it is right now, I kind of look at that Adam Wainwright contract. I don't look at. I mean. It's oh, weird. Okay. I don't look at I don't look at that as part of like the payroll. I look at that as kind of a legacy deal. Like okay. they would, you know, that he's making what he is this year because he's Adam Wainwright, because it's his last year, because of what he's done. And I feel like if they stay, if they stay where they are right now with the with their payroll, I feel like that is an increase because I you feel think, like okay. So you because like I feel if they replace that, if they just replace the Wayno money, that's enough of a buy-in essentially yeah like, because okay. i don't I, I just don't see that like i don't look at it and say hey they're spending x amount on payroll and that adam wainwright contract's coming up i just i feel like that is a special deal like that is a that is a different contract than what you will go into next year kind of looking to spend on something i, I just i don't it's, i don't equate that to you know they weren't going to go out and give 20 million to any other 41 year old pitcher in baseball so that's, that's kind of what that that, that, that tier is, of a starter. That is legitimately a comment that I think a lot of fans um, would be like shocked to like contemplate because I think a lot of people have have looked at that 17 million and been like, well, that's that we could have used that to go replace a not so great starting pitcher this season. And I think it's interesting that you're saying, well, no, you probably just would have been seeing a lot more Dakota Hudson or yeah. or a longer leash on Matthew Libertor. Or, or Zach Thompson just getting a better, a bigger chance from the get-go. I think that's an yeah. interesting thing that a lot. I don't think I've really considered what would have happened if Wayno just would have retired, let's say, a year ago. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Adam Wainwright or Carlos Rodon. Like it was not one or the other this offseason. Like, yeah, they didn't choose one over the other. They Adam Wainwright said he was coming back, and they said okay. Like, it, what, then they they sat down and they figured out what a fair amount was to pay him for his final season after a career with the Cardinals. I don't think that money was ever allocated for another 
starting pitcher. So that's kind of how I look at that part of the deal. Hey, let's look at the lineups for tonight. Brought to you by Bootlegging Tavern at 4501 Shoto. And they have happy hour going on right now and each and every day from two to six. So it's still plenty of time to head on down to Bootlegging Tavern before, I guess, uh, right yeah, before the Cardinal game gets started at 540 Central Time today. 540 for the Cardinals tonight. It's Miles Michaelis against Zach Eflin in the uh, in the game tonight. Lars Newbart leads off for the Cardinals. He is DHing. Paul Goldschmidt's at first. Nolan Gorman is at second. Nolan Arenado is at third. Wilson Contreras behind the plate. Tyler O'Neill in left. Jordan Walker in right. Dylan Carlson in center. And Tommy Edmond at short. For the Rays, Yandy Diaz is at first. Wander Franco at short. Brandon Lowe at second. Randy Arozarena in left. Isaac Paredes is at third. Luke Rayleigh is DHing. Jose Siri is in center. Josh Lowe is in right. And Christian Betancourt is behind the plate for the Tampa Bay Rays. 68 and 46 on the season. 22 games over. 500 for those Rays who come in second place in the AL East uh, behind the uh, Orioles who are now at 70 wins on the season so the uh it's it's a that race in the AL East is going to be a lot of fun these uh these last two months so any chance you have to watch these good ball clubs if you have the MLB package I don't know if you're stopping and clicking on the Rays each and every night when you're going through but like we said, it's a, it's going to be a fun team to watch, uh, an exciting team to watch these next three nights. I mean, I'm, I'm clicking on Yankees games just to see Aaron Boone because the man puts on a show. I mean, <laughs> that, I, you know what? If, if at any point you as a manager decide that I'm going to go from standing up to some kind of crouch or as the one minor league coach did down into your belly. If you're leaving just standing straight up and down at any point in a manager rant, it has moved on to a next level rant, and I'm here for it. So good yeah. job, by Boone. <laughs> Game starts at 5:40 tonight. 5:40 is for Rays and Cardinals, and uh, it is uh, first of three before the Cardinals head to Kansas City. This has been another edition of Daily Cards Live, brought to you by Royal Banks and Munganat St. Louis Acura. Head online to stlouisacura.com before you head to 13720 Manchester and check out all of the cars they have on the lot. Over 300 of them, new and used, and you can see exactly what you are looking to buy before you go out there and kick the tires out at Munganas St. Louis Acura. He is Matt Rocchio in for Bob Ramsey today. Rammer, I believe, returns tomorrow. I'm Joe Roderick. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on ClabesOnline.com. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal Center and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.